The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Shelley's Show and Tell. Our program will explore and recommend the top beauty, health, and skincare products and treatments on the market, recommended by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll also bring you tips on home tools that you can incorporate into your beauty regimens and show you how to use the law of attraction to keep you feeling and looking your best. Now, here's your host, Shelley Hancock. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome. You're listening to Shelley's Show and Tell. I'm your host, Shelly Hancock, and that's Shelly with an EY. Thanks so much for joining me on this beautiful day. My special guest last week was Michael Lozier, and he's joining me again today. Last week, Michael taught us what every esthetician needs to know about the law of attraction. It could have very well been entitled what every person needs to know about the law of attraction. You don't need to be an esthetician to get something from last week's episode. And I have to tell you that I received a ton of emails and phone calls after the show. Michael, he is just so dynamic in the way that he teaches. I laughed throughout the whole show. Michael teaches with humor. And I truly believe that when we're engaged, we learn so much better. At least I do. Now, my husband doesn't listen to the shows live each week, but that evening... We listened to it together, and he was so darn cute, you guys. He got so hyped up about the show that he started texting everyone in his family and all his friends to listen to the show. And here's the interesting thing. None of what Michael said last week was new information to Nate and I. We've been studying the law of attraction for many years. We've read more books than I can name. We've gone to numerous workshops. We even did a law of attraction cruise last year to Australia. But... The way that Michael teaches just resonates with us. Have you ever read a book and afterwards said, wow, that was a good book, and then proceeded to put it on the shelf and not think about it again for years? Then one day you stumble upon it while you're looking for another book and you take it out, you open it up, and you just read the first few paragraphs. Wow, this is a really good book. Oh, wow, yeah. mm -hmm." And you keep reading and reading and before you know it, you finished the whole book like you've never read it before? Have you ever had that happen to you? I have many times. Well, that's because you are a different person this time you picked up that book and the information is sinking in differently. So you can hear one person say something to you and you can hear another person say that exact same thing, but from them, it makes much more sense. It will resonate with you. Now, doesn't that word resonate connect with what Michael was talking about last week? Vibration? You bet it does. So if you haven't listened to last week's show, you must. (laughs) If you have listened to it, listen to it again. I promise you, you'll learn something that you didn't pick up the first time. We are in for a big treat with Michael this week. He's going to teach us how to communicate to our clients using a technique called NLP. Let me just ask you this. 
How would you like to be able to tap into understanding, into an understanding about your clients so that when you're out at the checkout area after the facial, you are pretty much guaranteed success with that client rescheduling and purchasing product? How do you think that would affect your business? Hello, it would be awesome. I think that moment at the checkout desk is our least favorite time because we have this fear, this dialogue going on in our head. Oh, please let her rebook. Please let her buy all this product that I've put out on the counter for her. I really need this sale to pay the rent this month and so on and so on. Wouldn't it be incredible to have some insight on how to make all of that go smoothly? Of course it would. Well, that's what Michael is going to teach us today. If you've listened to any of my past shows, this is where I do do my usual spiel. I've decided it's time for a change, and there will be no usual spiel today. So if you must hear it, then please go back to any of my past episodes. But for my new listeners, I do want to welcome you. And also thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me. Just a quick word about me. I'm a licensed esthetician since 1988 and a skincare center owner since 1990 who loves to share the things I've learned along the way in the aesthetic world, as well as how I've used the law of attraction as a tool to create success and happiness in both my business life and my personal life. You can go back to the show dated June 15th, 2015 to get the complete skinny on me. So here's my food for thought today. I am determined to be cheerful and happy in whatever situation I may find myself. For I have learned that the greater part of our misery or unhappiness is determined not by our circumstance, but by our disposition. Martha Washington said that, and she was spot on. That takes me right back to what we learned last week about vibration. Your disposition, meaning your attitude, meaning your vibration— If you have an ugly reaction to a situation and you're miserable, your miserable vibration is going to attract more of the same. And boy, then are you really going to be unhappy. So your vibration to any situation determines your misery or happiness. You choose. Okay, it's time to introduce my special guest. Let me tell you a little bit about Michael Lozier for those of you who didn't hear last week's episode yet. He lives in beautiful Victoria, B.C. on Canada's West Coast. He is the author of the best-selling books, Law of Attraction, The Science of Attracting More of What You Want and Less of What You Don't, and The Law of Connection, The Science of Using NLP to Create Ideal Personal and Professional Relationships. His book, Law of Attraction, has sold 2 million copies and has been published in 34 languages around the world. Michael caught the attention of Oprah Winfrey, who interviewed him four times on her Soul Series radio show on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Michael then went on to enjoy a year-long run hosting his own radio show on Oprah and Friends Radio. Michael stays connected with his students and readers each week with his live weekly Hangout with Michael show, and his videos have 1.6 million views. I am super excited about chatting with him again, and let's just bring him on. Michael, are you there? I am here. I'm excited. Welcome I too back. Have been getting Welcome. emails. Have you? And new Facebook friends and people tweeting about 
uh, the last week. Well, a lot of people share the, you know, I guess estheticians know each other and people in that it's industry. It's a small world, sharing, yeah. uh, Last week's show. So thanks to everybody that left some good feedback and comments about that. Yeah, you it was so I much fun. Know? People what? that listened last week, you know what I already know? They've got pen and paper in front of them. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's my hunch. And for those of you that didn't listen last week, quick, get your paper and pen. Yeah. So you know what I'd like to do for those of you listening at home? Um, you know, I'm going to, Shelly, I'd like to find out from you, given, because, you know, I, I, I did alter the way you think last week. I influenced the way you were talking, you see. Um, so what I'd like to know is what have you noticed different? In other words, what have you attracted? You didn't have it before, but now you have it now because you set out the right vibes. Before you do that, I'm going to take one minute. And okay. for those of you that are just hearing it for the first time, I'm going to do a really quick Here's Law of Attraction. I promise you, go back and listen to uh, the previous episode where we spend a whole show on it. It's really simple. Here we go. Right now, you and I have a mood or a feeling. And that mood or feeling is either negative or positive. And that negative or positive mood that you're having, you know, you're either ticked off or you're happy or anywhere in that range, it's causing you to put off a vibe. People say, well, what's a vibe? Well, a vibe is just a mood or a feeling. Some people have a negative vibe or they pick up a positive vibe or a neighborhood has a negative vibe. And that vibe comes from your feelings. And right now, and right now, and yes, right now, <laughs> everybody has a mood or a feeling. You cannot not have one. So that means right now, whether you like it or not or understand it or not or deny it or not, you have a mood or a feeling, even if you don't even know what it's called. And that mood or feeling is causing you to radiate or send out or put off a negative vibration or a negative feeling or a positive feeling. Hey, I didn't create the rule. I'm just teaching it. Right now, that's what's happening. So when I'm ticked off and angry and disappointed, you already know that. Mm-hmm. Makes you angry and ticked off. Boy, am I ever ticked off. What you're really saying, wow, are my vibrations ever negative right now? But well, we don't say that. But then you're excited and you feel success and love and joy and bliss and abundance and somebody does this and it all works out beautiful. And it's like, again, that's creating a feeling. So for all you folks that say you don't have feelings, well, guess what you do? <laughs> Maybe you call it a mood. Mm, mm. And, you know, when I work with somebody, they said, nah, I don't have any feelings over that. I'll say, what kind of mood does it put you in? Well, it puts me in a good mood. Okay, you know what? Call it a mood. Call it a feeling. A good mood is a good feeling. So we're not going to slice and dice the word. Translate it into vibes. And right now, y'all have one. And I'm saying that because law of attraction is this universal energy around us. And I can't prove it to anybody, but it being this energy is eavesdropping on our vibes. Hey, I'm not creating, I did create the rule. I'm just teaching it. Law of attraction, this energy is eavesdropping on our vibe to find out what the vibe is. And I know that you know from last week, if law of attraction finds any vibe, whether positive or negative, what does it, being law of attraction, do to that vibe, Shelley? It, it matches it. Because what is the two-word job description for law of attraction? It is... Oh, well, match it. or Match it. Match yeah. vibrations. Yeah. Oh, here's a negative vibration uh, um, supervisor. What do I do with it? Check the manual. Go back to the manual. Here's a vibration. What do I do with that? Match it. Here's a vibration. It's like a robot. You know what? Law of attraction is not very smart, hmm. but it's obedient. It doesn't know whether that vibration that you're sending is good or bad or positive or negative or you want it or don't want it. Honestly, go back and listen to last week's show. You'll understand why when you get the, like, uh, uh, I'm sure this, well, I know this would happen, Shelley, if the, it's noon and someone comes up and said, 
you know what, I am on a roll today. <laughs> yep. I, I, I fully scheduled the last five clients I did today. They all, this is a roll. And you know what I would say? Oh, you bet it's a roll. It's a mm-hmm. vibrational roll, and mm-hmm. you created it. Yeah. Then how about the days it's like, this is the worst day. Ever. No one's tipping. <laughs> Either they're forgetting or they forgot to do it or no, one's, no one bought anything and they all, they're all not booking. What's going on? The day's getting worse and worse and worse. Well, you know what? That's because of law of attraction. Go back and listen to the previous episode so you can be like Shelly and I and you can learn how to deliberately send the right vibration so you can attract more of what you want and less of what you don't. There, that you know, was over a minute. That that's that was perfect though, Michael. That was perfect. You know, our my husband and I's vibration was so high after last week's show. We were just mm, it was it was wonderful, and we had the best week ever. Just well, I'm going to do these... a shout out to the husband because <laughs> he's going to want to hear today's show too. So, oh, of course. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. So we were so high. And remember last week, so all of you who haven't listened to it, you're going to go back last week. I talked about the fact that we're putting all our energy into um, this big, beautiful home that we want. Well, mm-hmm. Michael, we found the home this weekend. Now, we've been looking for homes for months. And it showed up this weekend, the home that we want. And I you have pictures everywhere in the house. Yeah. I, I'm so excited. Okay. So any like little tidbits, because I want this home. This, right. this is my home. Anything to manifest now this. Yes. Well, here's what's really important, because it's not here yet. So you might be focusing that you don't have it and telling your story about this might happen and this might happen and where am I going to get the money. You cannot, if you heard last week's show, that's going to make sense. You cannot include the vibration of you being in that home when you're noticing that you're not there yet. This is the important sentence. You need to go beyond the event. Second, you know what? I think it's time to, uh, you know what? When I move into the new place, I'm redoing all the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. I want you to go shopping online, or I want you to pick a thing. I want you to be in the energy as if you have it, not what, how can I get it? And law of attraction doesn't know that you're pretending, you're remembering, you're playing, or visualizing, or making a macaroni collage, or cutting stuff out of the Sears catalog. Your job is to send the vibration of what you want to attract and let law of attraction figure out the rest. Say yes if you're in. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I found myself also this week uh, very much concentrating on not using those three little words you told well, us you about could last not week. Not. Oh, oh, I you just did it. Not, not hear it after <laughs> last week's training. You know what? And again, people will know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm excited about today because. Today is going to complement so nicely with last week. You know, this was a great idea, like we're doing a part one, part two, but they're really, they're not even parts, they're two separate programs. My second book, NLP, uh, sorry, it's called Law of Connection, which is based on NLP. I really wanted to call my book Everyday NLP, because NLP is a very big field of study. I don't even, I mean, I studied it, I don't even use parts of it, but you know what? The part that I do love is what I'm calling Everyday NLP. Say yes if you're in. Uh, yep, definitely. Yeah, it's stuff you'll mm-hmm. use every day at work with clients and customers, with your workmates, with your boss, with your husband and wife. And it's just stuff every day. You know what? There's stuff I learned in NLP. I'll never ever use hypnosis and trances. That's fine if you're a counselor and you're using NLP, but you and I are business owners. Right, right. So today, 
uh, you know, there's a whole series. If you go to hangoutwithmichael.com, you know, I've done 136 Hangout Friday videos. I've done a lot of um, trainings on Law of Connection and NLP, but today, here's what I promised. You're going to be able to detect somebody's style, and then when you go back to the counter, what you need to say, that, uh, that'll appease them and stay in rapport with them. So again, we're talking about Law of Connection, and it is the science on how we connect better with other people using NLP. So NLP stands for Nero, which is the brain. The letter L, which stands for linguistics, which is words. And programming, which is reprogramming stuff in our head. So it's a big field of study. It it encases lots of different kinds of training. I'm more interested in what I'm going to be teaching today is the communication styles of other people. Hmm. Now, I want us to, I'm going to tell you there's three things that we need to do to connect well with people, whether you just met them or whether they've been a husband or wife or a client forever or you're at a networking meeting. There's going to be three conditions, and one of them we're going to spend at least 30 minutes on today. So for those of you that are just joining us uh, and maybe just getting back from getting your pen and paper, we're going to get started. So, Shelley, three, uh, three conditions, if we follow them, we can connect really well with other people. Okay. The first one is staying in rapport with them. That's the theme, to be in rapport. Now, rapport is a French word, meaning a being of the same vibration. It doesn't really call that. But, so if you and I are in the rapport, it means we have the same vibe going on, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask three skill-testing questions about rapport. Number one, how long does it take to build it? Mm, How long think... can it take to build rapport? Quickly. Yeah, you well, no, 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 actually. Quickly. We did no. the first email. Yeah, that's true. We did right off the bat. Or it might take two networking meetings before somebody. So, you know, pretty quickly. Let's say pretty quickly, right? Here's question number two. How long will it take to break it? <laughs> In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. And here is the challenge. How long will it take to repair it? Mm, sometimes, maybe never. Maybe never. So if you're ticking everybody off (laughs) at networking meetings and you're breaking rapport with them and you don't know why, well, today's show is for you because we're going to teach you about that. You know, I've been in business for about 22 years. Literally 17 years ago, I ticked a woman off at a networking meeting. I don't even know what I said. I just remember her being really angry with me and, you know, stormed away and, then I saw the next week, and she, I, you know, I broke a rapport with her next week. It's 17 years later, and she still avoids me if she sees me. <laughs> so, you know what? I, I don't have any feelings about that, but you hear what my point is. Yeah. Once you broke rapport, if you're, if you're at a sales meeting and you break rapport with somebody, you can, out of the styles, you can snap three of those styles just to say no. I don't, you can do somersaults right now. No. Mm. I know that everybody knows what it, when I, they mean when I say break rapport. Okay, that's the first thing. How do, you connect, how do you stay connected? You stay in rapport. The next thing is to calibrate the person you're with. Mm. And to calibrate means to check out their mood. Right. I remember a friend and I, a guy friend and I, we, were in, we went to a restaurant. We were very intense. He was telling me about some stuff. And, you know, we were kind of leaned in forward. And it was very personal. And, you know, he was hurt and stuff. And, and the waiter comes over and said, hey, my name's Biff. And he starts to write his name on the paper nap, on the cloth. And I got really annoyed at this guy. I said, <laughs> can you not see 
that we don't need to have your restaurant name written like I was so annoyed. So you yeah. see how we broke rapport? Yeah. Uh, a good server would stand off to the side and do this. Checking, checking, okay, happy people, happy, oh, no, they're too close. Like, you really need to know how to calibrate. And you know what else we calibrate? When our husband or wife comes home. Mm. Don't we calibrate their mood before we decide to tell them about this or that or the good news? <laughs> so, again, there's three conditions. Okay. One, stay in rapport with people. Don't tick them off. Number two, calibrate. I used to have, when I would dinner parties, a friend of mine, well, I'll say her name. She's not even a friend anymore, actually. Her name was Andrea. She would come to, and I would buzz her up, you know, in the condo buzz. And, and I'd have people, and sometimes, you never know my parties. Sometimes everyone's sipping a glass of wine, and sometimes people are, you know, intently conversation, in conversation. And, I would, and the place would be full, and I would buzz her in, and she would fly through the door with a big crown on and a big bow of feathers, you know, the kind of people I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, clients like that, yep. Oh, and my friends would get so annoyed, and they'd look at me and think, how can you have her in your life? But when it's just her and I, it's, it matches okay. Yeah. So she didn't know how to calibrate very well. She could have so, built into that, or wait for the right time. Maybe yeah. after a couple of glasses of wine, you know, <laughs> then bring out the boa and the Don't come with it on. Right? <laughs> so for my estheticians out there, when the client walks through the door, take that split second to calibrate the mood that they're in before you approach them. That's right. What's okay. their mood? Are they sad? You know, are they going yeah. to a funeral tomorrow? Or, you know, and you kind of kind of have to match their mood. Good. Okay. Good. And that's good. How, again, we're talking about how do I stay connected? Right. right? The fourth part, part is what we're going to talk about today. Really have pen and paper ready because I'm going to give you a lot of information in a small period of time. And this Wait a is, minute. I thought it was the third part. Yeah, the third part. Sorry. Okay, gotcha. Okay. First part is staying in rapport. Second part is calibrating the mood. The third part is understanding the four communication styles. Got it. Okay. But some of you not, didn't even know there was four. We're going to get into that in a few moments. Now, Shelly, I want to ask a math question. Oh, no. Let me get my calculator. <laughs> yeah. So there's four styles. One of those styles is our favorite. Matter of fact, in my book, I call it our dominant style. And it's the style that we talk out of and we process information out of and we make decisions. Sh- you know, it's just, it's my style. I'm going to tell you about the four styles in a minute. Okay. So that means the other three aren't my, matter of fact, one of them is my least favorite style. I'm going to tell you what the styles are before I go any further. Okay. So the first style is visual style. So put the letter V for visual. Okay. Well, these are the people that like to, if you want to explain stuff to them, show it to them. Show them on a map or a piece of paper or describe a building. You know, go down to McDonald's, turn left till you get Kmart. And go down. Like, don't tell them it's, it's, the, it's on the northeast, west, third corner on 57th Street. You'll make them dizzy. So they, want, so they like to see information. That's the visual style. The next style is the A style, auditory style. You want to give instruction to them? Don't try to show them a map. They don't need it. They want to hear the instructions. Oh, you want to teach them something? You don't have to write it down. They want to hear it. They remember stuff. That's auditory style. Got it. The third style is the K, letter K, and it stands for kinesthetic. That's K-I-N-E-T-H-E-T-I-C. Okay. And they're the touchy-feely people. They like to do hands-on, and they need to get a gut feeling for things. Mm. Now that style is my least favorite. 
You're not touchy feely kind of styles, guy. Huh? You know, when I, and by the way, you can do an assessment. You can go to hangoutwithmichael.com. Under the Law of Connection tab, you can do the online assessment. It's 10 questions. that gives you the order. My first style is visual. So I talk out of that style a lot. My last style is kinesthetic. Okay. So they're the people that I get challenged by because of their style. But you know what? I'm a good communicator now because I wrote the book, right? So I know how to match all the styles. So when I hear someone that's kinesthetic, I have to get out of Michael talk and get into kinesthetic talk. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm going to give away today. So, so far we have the visual processor learner, customer client, purchaser. And then I have the auditory one that likes to hear, the kinesthetic one that likes to touch and feel. And here's the fourth one, ladies and gentlemen. It's called digital, the letter D. And these are the thinkers. Don't ask them how they feel. You're going to tick them off. How does that make you feel? Yeah, I don't have feelings. I'm a thinker. <laughs> okay. So today I want to get you to say, well, how do I know what people's style is? Yeah. Well, sometimes you don't. When I do a seminar, I don't. So you know what I do? I address all four groups. Well, you would have to with a group, you would think. Yes. Well, not everybody's going to be it. the same. Yeah, I'm going to do it right now. I want to ask okay. our audience, uh, let's just pretend I want to check in with them. and Listen to me deliberately use the four styles. Okay. Hey, so Shelly, so far we're learning about that there's four styles, so I just want to hear from our friends at home. Uh, is everyone getting the picture here? Does this sound like this familiar? Uh, is this making sense? Is this fitting for everybody? Mm. I just addressed. And now when I hit their, when I hit their question, you know, they're, they're nodding. Now, when you get seminar, to their style. I would take yeah. my time. I'd walk across the stage and I would say, okay, I'm just checking in. Is everyone getting, and I'd show my hand in the air. Is everyone getting the picture? Is this, does this look okay? Okay. This sound okay for everybody? Uh-huh. This resonating? And they don't hear me ask the questions. They hear me ask their question. Got it. Here's the digital people. Is this making sense? Huh? Got you thinking? Ah. And you know what they do? They're nodding like robots. Yes, it got us thinking. <laughs> okay. So say yes if you want to know more about this. We do, we do. I'm writing okay. like crazy, Michael. Okay, uh, let's make this fun. Let's, draw, let's take a blank piece of paper. Oh, we've got 30 minutes left. This is awesome. Well, we're, we're going to take, take a quick break in about paper. three minutes, just a real quick one. Um, or I can just, we can just move on through no, if you'd you know like what? to. Give me three minutes. We're going to set up the exercise. When we come back, we're going to fill in the data. Let's do that. Let's there set up go. our worksheet. A blank okay. piece of paper, put your ten at, pen at the top in the middle. Draw a line right to the bottom. Okay. And now go on the left-hand side halfway down and go from left to right. We just drew four perfect boxes. Got it. Let's label each box. So the top box, call it visual. Mm-hmm. Second box to the right-hand side, we're going to call that auditory. Okay. Box number three, which is second row first, is kinesthetic, K-I-N-E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C. That's a cumbersome word, isn't it? It is. But you know what? So, it really sounds so, a lot like aesthetics, and yeah, we're all touchy-feely kind of gals and guys. Yeah, with the kin so, in front of it. So a touchy-feely, your kin. So yeah. like maybe that's where kinesthetic comes from. Mm-hmm. Auditory. The last one is digital. Okay. And because it's new in brackets, put thinkers. Okay. Now, people will, and I'm, you know what's going to sound, you're going to say, you wrote a book just on this, that's so easy. Well, I wrote a book with lots of scripts and examples and lots more um, uh, uh, scenarios, but I'm going to give you what you need to know 
as a commissioned or a non-commissioned or a service person. Yeah, mm-hmm. service person mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. estheticians and and salon operators and owner anybody that's like you know almost like us. You know, we're we're in business too. I just know that your audience, uh, who they are, and they want to. So each of these groups um, use real commonly used words for them. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you two or three words from each category, and then we're going to teach. And maybe you can help me too. So let's go under the visual word. That's the Wait, box let's, number one let's, visual. Let's do our let's do our little quick quickie quickie break first, Michael. Yeah, um, beautiful idea. Yeah, get let people. Uh, when we come back, we're going to cover the four styles and give you some words that they each use and then give you the real secret about today. So stay tuned. I love it. Go for it, Michael. Okay, <laughs> stay, stay tuned, everyone. We'll see you all on the other side of the very quick break. Don't go anywhere. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Real Transformation Skincare Center in beautiful Capistrano Beach, California, offers the latest innovative cutting-edge anti-aging and acne treatments. Owner Shelly Hancock has 28 years of experience in the industry, so with that, you can expect to get results. Visit us on the web today at realtransformationcenter.com. We offer facial treatments, body treatments, and a variety of skincare products. Call us for more information, 949-481-4037 or at www.realtransformationcenter.com. Shelly Hancock Consulting is your trusted aesthetic advisor. Shelly uses her 28 years of experience to help estheticians take their business to the next level. Shelly offers private one-on-one consulting, plus training workshops, aesthetic equipment sales, skincare products, and business success tips just for you and your business. Please visit www.shellyhancock.com to find out more or to help you transform your skincare business. That's Shelly with an E-Y, Hancock.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Shelley's Show and Tell. To reach our show today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or feel free to email contact me at ShellyHancock.com. Now, back to Shelly's Show and Tell. Welcome back to Shelly's Show and Tell. I am your host, Shelly Hancock, and we are having such an awesome time talking to Michael Lozier today. Just wanted to mention real quick before we start talking to Michael again, for all my licensed estheticians out there, please make sure that you go to my website, ShellyHancock.com, and sign up for my email update so you can be updated on all the fun stuff that I bring you guys in this industry. Um, Michael, okay, we've got our four boxes. Okay, four boxes if you just joined us. We are talking about the four ways people process information. One of these ways is your favorite. Oh, that's me. He's talking about me right now. And then we're going to get to another group. You'll say, oh, I hate using those words. When, when I say you hate it, I mean you're uncomfortable using them. I never use those words. Well, guess what? That's the one you're going to have to dial up a little bit. Got it. Because your customers are using it. Mm-hmm. When you're asking for the next appointment, are you matching them? Or are, you, uh, are you turning them on or ticking them off? 
<laughs> right? Are you in rapport or out of rapport? And I want you to have a little cheat sheet. You can have it on the back of, uh, you know, when, and I, I don't know what an esthetician's space looks like, but I'm imagining there's a lid of something. They have to lift up, lift up a drawer or a lid. They can put this little cheat sheet there, and they can refer to it for the first few times, and after a while, they'll nail it. Okay. I went into a beauty salon in Victoria, 14 salon stylists. They all took this, um, the assessment to find out their styles. We wrote everybody's styles down, and they put the styles inside a big flip chart piece of paper in front of the washroom. Then everybody got to learn other stuff. There's only four, and then they got to see, oh, that's why me and Betty get along. Oh, I oh, like that. Oh, that's why I don't get along with Penny too much. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try to match Penny better. And they really nailed it. And then you could hear them, you know, and you're going to hear when a customer's, when you're working on customer's hair, uh, you can ask them how it looks, how it feels. You know, there's ways to do it. We're going to learn mm. that in a minute. Okay. okay, we're ready to go. You know, if you had okay. colored pens, you could do it this way. The titles are visual, auditory, kinesthetic, and digital. I'm going to give you a few words that are each category, and then you and I are going to develop uh, questions to ask. Okay. Visual people, you'll always know who they are because they use these words a lot. The <laughs> word is look, see, view. I know, it sounds simple. Yeah. Next group was auditory. You know, that's about ears. So sound, sound. No, sorry, the first one is hear. Second one is sound, like sounds like. How does that sound? Mm. Third one is resonate. Okay. It's resonate is really a sound, the way something sounds. You know, the, the sound resonates. You know what? Just a little cheat sheet. Put in the brackets the word feel. If you ask an auditory person, how does that feel? You know what they'll say? Well, mm. it resonates with me. And then mm. the other person says, but how does it make you feel? And you see where an argument can happen? <laughs> <laughs> ah, so that's yes. why. If somebody says resonate, that's their word for feeling. Okay. Yeah. Okay, kinesthetic people. The word feel. The word comfortable. The word connect. There's lots more. Mm. I'm just giving you some mm. quickies. Digital, the thinkers. Now, what, uh, make sense. It's a double worder. Make sense. Think and thoughts. Got it. Okay. Got it. So, well, we're gonna go, we're gonna do a couple of things here because we have time. I'm glad you allowed me so much time. Let's pretend we just got an email from your a client, brand new client, right? Okay. And you don't know their style because you haven't met them yet. But here's how they end their email. See you soon. Mm-hmm. We got right? a visual. Yeah, I've said that before. See you soon. My friends write back, when? When am I seeing you? I'm not seeing you. And that meant that wasn't their style. It was, they took it so literally. But visual people, we say, hey, nice seeing you. See you soon. Uh, on Skype? Uh, Are we meeting on Skype? It's like, no, it's just an expression. Cool down, dude. Right? So <laughs> that's how... You, you, you can, and you know what, I'm being very general, and you know what, it really works. If your friends say, see ya, see ya, see ya, then they're probably visual. You want to use those words with them. Okay. Auditory people, you know how they end an email? Nice chatting. 
Nice mm. talking to you. Chat again soon. Chat, 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 because I like <laughs> to talk, talk, talk. Okay. Kinesthetic people, help me out. How do they end an email, Shelley? Well, all my emails end like, happy Monday, happy Tuesday. Happy, happy. XO, XO, love you. <laughs> nice to connect with you. Nice connecting. Oh, my gosh. Just from the way I end my emails, I just figured out which one I am, right? Yeah, huggies. <laughs> Yeah. Say hello to your kids and family. No, you hang up first. No, you email first. No, 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 no. I don't want to hurt your feelings. Now I'm making fun of your style. Yeah. Digital people, it's one word. What do you think it is? How would they end Bye. the email? Bye. Bye. No fluff, no stories. Hey, you know what? My sister, who's my assistant, is digital. She would just hang up or not say anything at the end. I said, you at least have to say goodbye. You know what she said? I can do that. Like it, like it was instructions. Oh, that's wild. Okay. 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 Now, you have a client. Nick, uh, tell me two or three things that an esthetician might do at a typical uh, appointment. Um, well, first we're going to do a consultation with them to find out what their needs and wants are, and then we're going to give them a facial. Okay. Now, um, uh, you know, I go to I, I, since I go to a barber, and at the barber I go to, it's mostly men. And there's a woman that is there often when I'm there, and I'm very, I'm curious about her. Because, you know, she knows a good value. She also knows she doesn't have to make a three week appointment, right? And she doesn't have to get her hair washed because it's kind of a man style, right? Mm-hmm. So when she's just, I'm listening to her describe hers, and 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 um, here's how she described to, and I could. So I, I, could, I could hear the conversation because I wanted to know what brought her to the male barber. So she sits down in the chair and she said to the barber, she said, now this back, and she's touching the back of her head, she said, this does not make sense to me. It's way too long. It's touching my collar. So, you know, you can hear all the logic. She goes, it's touching my collar. And if you, if you just bring it up, an inch, that'll make sense. And the guy's touching her hair. He said, so you'd like it to feel this in the back. She uh-huh. said, no, I don't want it to touch my car. And I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. So he's trying to get her to feel something, and she's trying to be logical. And I'm listening to find out why she's choosing a barber, other than the two obvious things. She, can, she doesn't have to wait and make an appointment, and she's only paying $15. <laughs> and I heard that brewing. I also have another couple friend of mine, and we were having a conversation. I was listening to their conversation, and one of them said, well, I, I, you know, I think we were talking about going to Miami together, and there was a couple, and one, and one of them said, wow, that sounds like a great idea. Did you hear how I said that sounds like a great idea? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And his partner said, we're going? What do you mean we're going? And he, got all, he said, you can't just make that decision. And I, and I thought, he just said it sounds like a good idea. That doesn't mean yes. Yeah. But his partner heard him say, yes, we're going. So to all the auditory people out there, when you say something sounds like a good idea, people hear you say yes. So you need to be clear. I'm not saying yes. I'm just saying, hey, Maui sounds like a good idea. Can you hear how there be conflict here? Yeah, definitely. I can really imagine how this is such useful. I mean, we're talking business right now, but in personal life. Yes. Family so with let's just husband. say you're doing a consultation and somebody comes in and they are, you know, maybe they're emotional about their face, you know, 
They might be, you know, getting married or, you know, whatever the typical client might be. So you want to hear what words they're using to describe that. Is it really about the way it looks to them? You know, I don't like this look. I don't like this look. I don't like this look. Then you would feed that back to them. So, Mm -hmm. So I'm hearing that you don't like the way this looks. Well, I can help that look differently. And, you know, and you'll be able to see the difference. Mm. where somebody else might care about how it feels. It's like, you know what, this just feels a little rough here. Or, you know, you know again, I don't know your industry that well, but you sure. hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. it feels rough and, and they don't feel that their skin's in good shape and they don't feel they have a routine, then you bring the word back. Because you know why? You have a little cheat sheet. Right. You're all writing it down out there, aren't you? Yeah. So let's go <laughs> under each style and here's the key word and circle them. The okay. key word for visual is look. Okay. The key word for auditory is hear. Kinesthetic is feel. And digital is think. Uh, if, you go to, uh, if you go to hangoutwithmichael.com, you'll see that I have graphics that show the look is the eyeball, the hearing is the ear, the feeling is the, the hands and the heart, mm-hmm. and make sense is the brain. Now... So you got the consultation, you match them, and they're like, okay, yes, okay, I like you. You know why they like you? <laughs> Cause because you connected like with them. them. Yeah, yeah, you like them. Yeah. And you connected with them, you stayed in rapport, right? Yeah, and yeah. You, and, and you matched them. You know, they were, you know, they were, you know, a very serious person came in. Well, you weren't, you know, you were serious with them. I hope everybody gets that. It's really important. Yeah, so. You have to calibrate their mood. So all my Estes out there, like when you're doing this consultation, you really need to, to listen, be, be really like ground yourself and really be there. Yeah. This is a critical moment for making a long-term relationship with this client. And I it's also critical. want everyone to hear, you are all in business for the same reason, is to solve a problem. Mm. And that's all you're listening for. What's the problem I can solve here? In most yeah. cases, if you know what it is, what's, what, is, you know, what is their problem? they got a wedding company coming and they only have seven days or their skin's getting worse and you know, what is the problem? And then yeah. you feed it back with these right words. People right. don't call me and say, oh, Michael, can you help me be a, f- a wonderful person? <laughs> they call me and tell me how their life's falling apart and how they're, you know, that's what people yeah. call for. They yeah. don't call for the solution. They don't come to you you know, knowing what the solution is, you need to know what the problem is. Okay, now let's go to the, the actually doing the facial part, maybe applying stuff or whatever mm-hmm, that might be, mm-hmm. okay? Right. So what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play with you as me being the trainer. I want you to come up with a sentence. Now, you already have some ch- words on your cheat sheet under visual. Give me a sentence that you could do just to build rapport with your client. You know, maybe you just start the process. You want to check in with them. I'm not sure how much talking happens, but, you know, your first check-in, what would you say using some of those words? Oh, that's very interesting. Um, <clears throat> when we start for, for, for visual, we want to use the word look, um, but they're laying down there with their eyes closed. So maybe yeah. just how would you like your skin to look when we finish this treatment? Okay, that could be good, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I see your skin. Okay, or I see your skin changing right in front of my eyes. Yeah, or... I, you know, I, I, I see that you're really going to like the, the results that you're getting. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how about when we're at the, the door, checking out and paying? Um, how does that look to you? 
No, there, and and no? you want to book an appointment. So, so we talked oh. about the consultation, listening for what okay, the words gotcha. are matching okay. it. We okay. talked about during the facial using words that okay. build, builds rapport with them, you know, the four styles. And now they're at the front desk. Do you um, see yourself coming back in yeah. 15, or two, 15 or 20 days? Yeah, yeah. That's a very important sense. Do you see yourself coming back? And I'm saying, I don't know how many days it is, but I'm just yeah. giving you the first of the sentence. Yeah, I like my that. My sister, who's my assistant, I don't know why I keep qualifying that. You know, we get a lot of requests for me to go places, and sometimes she knows whether I'll go or not. And then um, uh, she'll write this in the, in the, in the email title. This is, I remember her doing this, and I wrote back, and I said, that's a beautiful question to ask me. The question was, do you, do you see yourself going to Peru to do a seminar and staying three days? Mm. I wrote back, I said, oh, I saw that. Thank you. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah, okay. Do you see yourself? Okay. Okay. Oh, and how about, how does, it, how does your schedule look 30 days from now? Yeah, how does your schedule look 30 days from now? Do you see yeah, yourself okay. coming in in the morning or afternoon? Got it. Okay. Okay, good, good stuff. Look, looking good. Looking good. Yeah. yeah. Just keep looking good. Yeah. And it's, uh, you're going to sound like you're overusing it, but it just becomes natural after a while. You know, it becomes, and then when you really see how effective it is, you know, this is about you staying in rapport with potential customers and clients. Did yeah, you know what? it's easier to get money from existing clients than new ones? I agree. I agree. Yeah. So that's something for your, your Estes and friends to know. Okay. You don't need thousands of clients. You need X amount of really loyal ones. Mm-hmm. Everybody hear that? Yeah. It's easier to serve an existing client. So stay in rapport with them. Okay, the next th- section. Oh, by the visual person, you know what? They want in and out. In and out. Ah. No stories, no fluffy talk. Hey, listen, if your client isn't wanting to talk about private stuff, then don't. It's not their style. Yeah. Yeah. I'm visual. I don't talk about stuff. I want to get right to work. Start on time, end on time. I'll say it again. Start on time, end on time. Be efficient. You'll get a good tip, and you'll probably end earlier than you thought. Visual start. That's why you want to know their style. Auditory style. During the consultation. You know? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what? That's not really resonating with me. And honestly, the word resonate, hardly anybody uses it but this group. So pay attention. Are they using the word resonate? Okay. Okay, so So, is what I said so far resonating with you then? We'll do the three steps and we'll put the super deluxe finish on it. That resonate? Yes, Mm -hmm. that's resonating. That sounds Mm -hmm. great. Oh, when they're they're explaining something to you. That's what I've been wanting to hear. Yeah, I hear you saying. What a great idea. Under auditory, write the word idea. It's their favorite word. You know why? Because they're the best ideas per people on the planet. Uh. So much so it's a detriment because they have one idea and one idea and one idea. So now, uh, so now uh, during the facial, we could say, so, you know, you know so, so tell me. Start any word with a sentence, tell me, is auditory. Tell me. Oh. What are you thinking? How's this feeling on your skin? Tell me. Tell me, okay. tell me, tell me, because I know you like to talk, talk, talk. Got it. Yeah. Paying at the desk? Sorry, I'm still writing down from the last one. My poor little hand is going like crazy. This is awesome. Um, uh, tell me when you'd like to come back again. Yeah. Tell, tell me when I'm going to yeah. see you again. Yeah, uh, tell me, is 30 days soon enough? You know? yeah. yeah. Tell me, how does 30 days sound? Okay. Oh, listen to this. Hmm, I have an idea. 
tell me how 30, yeah, tell me how 30 days sounds. Is that a good idea? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> you just use three words in one sentence. You'll be the new BFFs forever. Okay, we're going to move on a little bit quickly now because I'm looking at our time. Kinesthetic group. Yeah. You know, they like the feeling word a lot during okay. the consultation. I want, I want it to feel this way. I want it to feel comfortable. I yeah. want it to feel soothing. I want it to feel rough. It feels rough. Touchy, touchy. They're touching their skin mm-hmm. while they're talking. They could be holding your hand while they're touching their skin. Very touchy feely. Okay. It takes them a lot of time to get comfortable in their chair. Comfort's important to them. Doesn't matter what it looks like. How They're touching, touchy, touchy, touchy. They'll use the word feel a lot during okay. the facial. Are you comfortable? Mm-hmm. How's this sitting, feeling to you? Are you nicely in the chair? Mm-hmm. This feels, is the pressure too soft, too hard? Does this feel okay? okay? BFF keep, forever. Yeah. If you keep checking in with them. Yeah. yeah. Now, paying at the desk. Mm. So what would fit for you? Because mm. fit, even though, we, even though we think it means trying clothes on, it, you know, does this fit? An idea needs to fit for them. Mm-hmm. What would what would fit in what would for, what would fit in your in your schedule? What would fit in your life? Got it. How do you feel about coming back in thirty days? Yeah, and probably show them to the door. You know, or, or they'll stay forever. Oh, that's good. That be <laughs> that could be one thing. <laughs> oh, I I have the perfect sentence when someone's staying too long anywhere. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear what it is? Yes, I do. <laughs> I used to, you know, I grew my business by producing trade shows and being in them. I'd produce a trade show and I'd be in it and speak and I'd have a booth. And I'd have people, this isn't coaching was brand new, so I'd have a lot of people interested and also looky-loos. And when I wanted to get rid of somebody respectfully, I would, I would get my business card and I would say this, before you go, <laughs> before oh you God. go, I'd like to give you my business card. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to my next seminar. And I installed, oh, and you are going. I like it. Yeah. Before you go, I like that. Before you okay. rush out. <laughs> Before you're on your way. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> yeah, that's all NLP is called installing in a respectful way. Uh, okay, we talked about kinesthetic, paying at the desk, so on and so on. Hey, let's go down to our digital friends. You know, uh, again, they might be very specific about what they need and their timing and their pricing and, you know, the guarantee and what will happen. They're going to want a lot of details. Uh, okay. And the details just might annoy another style. But you know what? These digital people, in brackets, put loyal. Uh. Loyal. Fiercely loyal. Okay. Visual people, oh, they could end a relationship in one minute and never look back. See how I use the word? They never look back. Kinesthetic people, the touchy feelies, uh, they might be offended and want to move on. Digital people, if you think that's your client, loyalty, and they'll tip well. Okay. Like they'll be, they're very loyal to service, you know. So uh, during the consultation, they might be very specific with details and so on. And they'll probably, I think this, and I think about this, and here's what I think. How does it make you feel? No, I didn't say that. Here's what I think. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm making fun right now, but you can hear how you could tick somebody off. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, during the facial, same thing. You know, try to squeeze. So tell me what you're thinking about what we've done so far. Oh, I think does this make they sense? They might not even touch their skin. They might say, 
you know what? I think this is this. I think this is going to do the trick or whatever. I'm just mm. creating scripts right now, but yeah, to, yeah. And there might be people that use all four. You know what? Good for you. Yeah. They use all four. You don't have to do any work. The only <laughs> the, the time that you invoke this is when you want to build rapport deliberately and fast. Otherwise, you might figure it out after three hours what ticks them off and um, what builds rapport with them. But Sometimes you won't have time for that. Exactly, yeah. I think with the digital ones, if, as like we're talking about a game plan of what we're going to do with their facial program, we could say, you know, does this make sense to you? Yeah, yeah. Would- yeah. join the program. And at the front desk? So what would make sense 15 yeah. or 20 days from now? Got oh, it. here's what would make sense. <laughs> or you could say, so what are you thinking? What would make sense? Okay. I'm good, aren't I? You, oh, you're awesome. I can imagine that my listeners out there are going to listen to this show over and over and over again because this this is business for us. Yeah, just just is. knowing this means bringing in and back more business. You could, you could summarize this on four recipe cards. Well, first you could have one recipe card that has the four boxes with just the keywords, right? So you can look mm-hmm. at it at a glance. And then you could take four recipe cards and say, here's visual questions and here's auditory questions. And you could display it if you have a shelf up high or inside your little kit bag or under a, like just, you know, and after, I mean, I just built this. I did not have one of those words in front of me. Yeah, I wrote the book, but I also got used to doing it, right? Mm-hmm. It's so easy. Look, hear, feel, make sense. Nailed. Yeah. Until you get it down, have it somewhere where you can see it very easily. Um, our time is already almost up, Michael. This went so fast. I'm hoping that you'll say that you'll come back again sometime. Well, I do have a third book that we haven't talked about much, and I'd like to spend one minute and tell you about that please, and see if please. our friends at home would oh, please. want to play. I don't know. Let's check it out. Go for it. You know, what I thought was an intuitive process, I would often uh, talk with my friends and kind of figure out what, the, you know, what would bring them joy, right? In other words, what some of their needs might be. So to make a long story short, my book is called Fulfillment Needs. And it's a process, like law of attraction, law of connection. It's a process to help people uncover what fulfills them. Ooh. And when you know what fulfills you, then you can make better decisions. So the premise of the book is that the purpose in life is to experience joy. That's the purpose. That's easy. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. purpose in my life. Hey, that's easy. For all that's you people easy. that are confused about the purpose in your life, that's easy. The purpose to experience joy. The real question is, what do I need to be doing to bring me joy? Which brings to the question, you need to know what needs fulfill you. So let's picture three rings, like a, a dartboard. The outer ring saying, what are my fulfillment needs? The middle ring is, what do I need to do to get the mat? And the middle ring is joy. So we could do a great uh, program on that Let's do, and help yeah. people understand what would be important to them. What are some? And you know, when you ask me to do the show, in my head, I go to my fulfillment needs. What I get the mat? Yep. Check, 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 check. I'm here. It's funny how it seems like we should all know what brings us joy, but it's actually easier said than done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And right now I have a, a publisher that's shopping for it, and it has a business slant to it because my audience is like the CEOs and the entrepreneurs and like the CEO, you know, they're working 10 hours a day. They're not fulfilled. They're the ones that are saying, 
oh, I'm not very fulfilled. Boy, I'm making a lot of money, but I'm not fulfilled. Yeah, yeah. And then the, see, the entrepreneur that keeps chasing project after project, thinking that money is fulfillment, says, this is not fulfilling. I thought it was going to be. So people don't know. When you know what fulfills you, then you can have a track. That, that's, that's what fulfills me. I want to move towards that. And I don't mean the position. I mean what needs need to be apparent in that job. And then when you have a job that you love, you know the expression, do what you love. First find mm-hmm. out what you love and then do it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Let's, let's, let's um, touch bases about that, Michael. Very Thank good. you so, so, so very much for joining us today. Truly appreciate it. Great, great information. So everyone, that's all the time we've got today. I hope you enjoyed today's show, and I, I know that you learned a thing or two, but please feel free to share your thoughts and ideas with me. Email me at contactme at shellyhancock.com. Remember, that's Shelly with an E-Y. Please tune back in next week for more exciting adventures on Shelly's Show and Tell. I'm your host, Shelly Hancock, and until next time, be well and be happy. Thanks for joining Shelley Hancock for Shelley's Show and Tell. Be sure to tune in again next Monday afternoon live at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We can't wait to speak again next week. Music.